It's Monday, September 21st, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. Today, we recap the weekend. We talk about why Julian finds this time of the year depressing. We discuss the Emmys, The Daily Dose with me, Jen Grant, your comments and more, and we kick it off with Mike Bloom. From the rolling fields of wheat to the busy city streets, there's a feeling and a spirit all our own. True north, strong and free, stand on guard, you and me, from the east to the west we roam. This is our home. From Norman Wells at the top, all the way to the rocks, there's a wind that's always blown. And from down Summerside to the Queen Charlotte Islands, there's a way of life we've This is our home This is our home Well, I've seen the northern lights Dancing over yellow knife While standing in the middle of a field From Pier 21 All the way to Flin Flon Yeah, gotta cross that Canadian sheep And no one knows winter Like we know winter From the Rideau Canal to Bonham Carnival, there's a little place I love in the Gatineau's with a covered bridge and a swimming hole. And this is our home. This is our home. Well, from Portage in Maine to Young and Queen, in every street corner. In this rugged land, there's one thing we all understand. Every woman, every child and man. 830 Newfoundland. 830 Newfoundland. 830 Newfoundland. Way up in peace country, back east in Kings County. And clear across to Thunder Bay Where Winnipeg feels like forever And hope seems like never Let alone out Campbell River Way And when you cross the border And you see a caribou on the quarter Then not only then will you be home Well I've driven from the peg to the chuck And the Yankees call us Canucks But together we'll never stand alone yeah, together, we'll never stand alone And I said forever, the maple leaf will be flown This is our home With tar sands and Fort Mac, red strands and Kitimat Heading down in the shoe swap too Well I've seen midnight feel like high noon From the dome down to Saskatoon there's Confederation Bridge and there's Butternut Ridge Sudbury and the Sioux Well, I've lived in the Lakeland and I've been to the Badlands Head smashed in, Buffalo Jump too And I've been snowed in for days on the Trans-Canada Highway 
Wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vodry. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delicepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am yeah. I doing? Julian Dion Comedy, Comedy Hour? You're okay. listening to the... Comedy hour. See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Not really, I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio in the beautiful Gatineau the Wills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is John Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Sigs. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA system. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Show. You and me belong, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People I need to lose, sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour, it's a show. It's okay. Oh yeah, Betty's a beautiful waste of time. Squaw Squaw Good morning everybody, welcome to the show. Get the lights here. Hold on, there it is. And there was light. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Julian Dion show. Waste of time. Two, three, here we go. Coming at you live on a Monday morning, Monday, September 21st, 2020. Broadcasting to you live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hey, hey, hey. Jen Grant, comedian Jen Grant, Ottawa Life Magazine's one of 
Ottawa's top 25 most influential people, Jen Grant, is here. Well, thank you for that intro. Can I say that you look extra handsome today? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, this is, by the way, no shower. Ooh. Just kidding. Can I take that no. back? Oops. Just kidding. Hold on, I gotta fix the reflection here in your in your headshot. Da-da, See your headshot is shiny, shiny. Da-da, da-da, I'm losing my data. Data, I'm using my data. What's your Wi-Fi code? I need to get on. I've got emails to send in. I don't want to use data. Yeah, you look good today. Did you have a good sleep? Maybe that's why. There, I fixed the reflection on your headshot. Two, three, here I mean, we go. You, you always look good, but... Well, maybe... Get you know a what? room. Get a room. Get a room. I didn't uh, shower, like I said. Rolled out of bed like this. Wow. And I think I may never shower again now. Why? I don't know. Not, not. I mean, before the show in the mornings. <laughs> Thank God. Please change that because if not we're going to be life partners. Do you imagine I'm like, you know what? I woke up like this uh, this morning and I decided I will never clean my body again. So sweet. sweet. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh my God, that's annoying. By the way, we are live on Facebook and YouTube as we are Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. Also, we broadcast on Periscope and on Daily Motion, whatever the hell those things are. <laughs> YouTube and Facebook are the main ones. Yeah. On Facebook.com slash Julian Dion Show. And if you go to Face or YouTube and just search the Julian Dion Show, I'm sure you can find it. I mean, we're live there. You it's know gotta what? Be, it's got to be findable. What I've learned is don't diss all those other platforms. You never know what's going to be the next thing. You know what? Whatever floats your boat, you're right. A lot of people are hating on Facebook, not to get banned from this and affect our, but a lot of people seem to be hating on Sigida. Sigida. When you said those platforms are reminding me of Mark Maron's bit on his last special. I think it was his last special. What is it? Like two specials ago. It's just like there's so many shows and not only shows, but networks. It's like... It's uh, so true. Oh, have you seen uh, whatever he m- makes up a show name and he's like, it's it's on Bunkch. You're like, Bunkch? What the hell is that? Like, oh, you got to download the app and then you stream it. It's, anyway. <laughs> what about on Corey, on Coronation Street? I thought you meant that was a network, like Corey. This week on Corey. <laughs> They have, um, they make up like names for instead Vogel. of, yeah, instead of Google, it's Vogel. I wonder why. I think you can just use Google. I think that's a public domain. Yeah, like I wonder the, why. You know, I don't think you have to pay rights for Google if you, maybe Vogel is a real thing in the UK. Have we, t- have we, we just assumed. Oh yeah, I'm totally assuming that. Which you know what assuming Like why does. would they censor Google? You know what assuming does. But anyway, it makes a ass out of you and me. Ah, thinking of something funny to yeah, say, but it doesn't come to you. Um, yeah, so we are also available on demand wherever. No, Vogel is not a real thing. I just looked it up. <laughs> com. This site can't be reached. Well, well, ah, this site can't be the reached. The Coronation Street writers pulled the, the wool over our eyes once again. You can guarantee that we are 100% not the first people to Google Vogel. To Google Vogel. Yes, I know. Well, we're we're probably the youngest people to Google Vogel. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, maybe because the demographic is over 85 that... 
we probably are the first people to Google Voggle. That was the joke. They would just have a discussion, maybe. <laughs> they wouldn't yeah. actually Google anything. They'd go to the library. Yes. They'd Is maybe Google go, a they'd, thing. They'd look in the Dewey Decimal System. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I will ever shower again in the morning because this. So since March, we've been going live every day or weekdays at least. And uh, I started the morning with a shower. Ice shower, in fact. I've talked about it many times, probably too much on the podcast. And then, uh, you know, get in the studio and think of what to go through, what's what's happening out there, and then decide what to talk about on the show and then do the show. But I feel like taking a shower puts too much importance on it. Mm. You know, like it's like, oh, I wake up, got to shower, got to get every crevice of your body wet and then dry <laughs> again. It seems like so much. Mm-hmm. You got to wash it. And then, uh, but it just makes like this, it's almost like, I don't know, makes yeah. it ceremonial or something. We're like, okay, this show. But now, today, get out of bed. It's depressing, by the way, this time of year, but <clears throat> I'll get to that after. Get out of bed. Time's flying real, real fast. Have my coffee because I'm back on. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm like, well, I don't think I have time to shower. So I'm like, let's just give this a shot. And it just felt like less pressure, like less buildup. Less less kind of like, oh, getting ready for this show we got to do. It's just like, oh, I'm dirty. turn (laughs) Turn on the mics and see where this goes. Oh, did you see that effect I put on my voice? You did that yourself. Anyway, so it's kind of, it's a momentum thing maybe too, like kind of like the the gym. That one time I was talking to my good friend, Laurent. He didn't go to the gym. He always goes to the gym and he didn't go for two days. He's like, I haven't gone to the gym in two days and I don't think I'll ever go again. It's like that thing. And now I feel like that about showering now. Mm. That's the level of where I'm at. We're, we're, um, Does he not want to go to the shower- gym or you feel like just the momentum? It's a momentum thing. Hmm. I mean, we all kind of want to go to the gym. You want that feeling of it being a routine and you're feeling great and firing on all cylinders. We want that. But to do the work to get to that point is like, yeah. Very true. I was talking to my dad recently about mm-hmm. that and he was like, we all know what we're supposed to do, but why do we not do it like consistently every day? Like, why don't we? We know the best thing we can do for ourselves is exercise. I know. And do weights and be strong and get our muscles strong, but we don't do it. Why? Like, I and mean, you justify it in your brain. I know. I downloaded the Nike Run Club app last week, as I talked about, with Christina Walkinshaw and other great comedians that are on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this this will finally motivate me because I love running. I love the feeling mm-hmm. of being into running. After about two, three weeks of doing it oh, on it's great. like three, four times a week. Yeah. That point on is the best. But from zero to three weeks in doing it regularly is hell on earth. Yeah. And so I've been putting it <laughs> hell off. Hell on earth. So and, and the way it works, the Nike Run Club app thing. Go ahead. Add me, Julian Dion. Nah. <clears throat> is um, <clears throat> it keeps track of your your mileage per month. Mm-hmm. So far, of course, this month or the twenty first zero for me. <laughs> I was gonna say because <laughs> it just started and everybody else. So I keep going. Well, you know what? It's not really worth starting this month. I'll 
you know, October will start fresh and I can keep up with everyone. I don't want to put up, you know, eight kilometers or something ridiculous. So I may as well just start fresh. It's so stupid, my mentality. I just justify putting it off and everywhere. And then what's going to happen, I can just feel it. October is going to roll around October 1st and I'll be like, well, it's kind of cool right now. And I haven't acclimated to running in the cool mm-hmm. because, you know, uh, 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 <laughs> uh Gla- uh, broken glass Are you okay? lungs, you know that feeling. Yes, when, when you don't run for the summer, you decide like in November I'm gonna start running. You go outside, it's like fire lungs. Yep, 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 yep. <sighs> anyway, so I haven't been uh, and yeah, I want to go to the gym mm-hmm. today. Starts today, everybody, and it well, all starts with not showering. Maybe I'll do that. I'll come out with a self-help personal development book. About morning routine, and it'll be like start your morning without a shower, <laughs> roll out of bed dirty, take no well, importance into life, and y- then you'll feel more capable of taking on life. Hi, I'm <laughs> lower your expectations expert Julian Dion. I think I just wrote a keynote. I'm discover. Hi, I'm Julian Dion, and I am discovering my point as I words come out of my mouth. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I actually have gotten in the habit of not showering first thing in the morning ew. because no it's not ew because because you, you said that to me it was a callback as well i still don't like it oh geez no it's double standard day <sighs> um no but like not showering in the morning and then because i'm gonna exercise right but you could probably have like two sh- showers not a big that's deal, what i do every day it's, usually it's just the hair like you don't have to worry about your hair you're so lucky your hair just dries like that if you if you wet your hair, anyways, you could have a quick body shower, I guess, and wash your face kind of thing in the morning just to... Yeah. I mean, your shower, it's not like it's a big deal. You could just like... Anyway, whatever. But usually I don't shower in the morning because I'm anticipating exercising. Then I'm going to shower after I work out. I hear you. So I don't you, mind having a multiple shower day. No. That's all right. Nice. For some what reason... What do you guys do? For some reason, we grew up thinking that was bad. If you're watching face, Facebook Live right now, or let YouTube. us know. Or YouTube. So if you sorry. are live with us wherever you are. You know what's funny? I can't open this restream chat. I, I should oh, yeah. have checked before we started, but uh, last time it was no problem, mm. but I tried to open it. I'm just double-clicking on the icon on the bottom. Is that how well, you do just it? Well, just go on Facebook. Oh, I am, but I just thought for YouTube Oh, people. I don't know. No idea. Okay, well, we'll check later. Good stuff. Let us know in the comments where you are. What are you up to? Happy Monday morning. We'll take caller number nine. You okay? Mm. You are caffeinated. In general or specifically? What am I doing? We're not sure. I find this time of year so depressing. Really? Yeah. This time of year and January are the two most depressing times January, you know, it's after Christmas, that is all done, all the fun stuff, and you realize you still have a good four months of gray and cold and dead for four more months and nothing to look forward to. Everything's got to slowly melt and grow and come alive again. Mm -hmm. That's depressing, but also this, when, when you feel and smell the winter coming on and the I know. summer seeping it's, it's so summer's sad. gone it's just I it know. smells different it, it feels different the lighting is totally different yeah 
our table on our on our big back deck that's we have a big uh table on our big back deck. <laughs> it's pretty self explanatory. I don't know why I'm <laughs> doubling down on that. It's usually full summer full sun all summer, like during the day, from like eleven to four. <laughs> Yeah. And now it's all in the shade. Like it's just diff everything's different. It's dark in the mornings, it's dark at night. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like Jeez, even you're though you're not uplifting right no, now. No, it's not. It, well, that's my point. It's depressing. Yeah, you know, Heika had just commented Morning, she said, Heika. "Happy Monday. It yeah. will be sunny today, so cheer up." That's true. She's right. No, no, I'm happy in general. I just mean it's a depressing time. You know what I mean? I'm not. It's not I like do. it's well, not a red. It's not a red flag. I'm just why expressing. It's that very important to have your vitamin D during the winter in Canada. That's right. Well, vitamin D, if you know what I mean. Mm, no one thought <laughs> that, but thank you for that. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like we made a fire. It's just this time, there's something about the time of year. Yeah, it's just like okay, summer's done. What's more depressing, now or the day, like, Boxing Day? I find them neck and neck, honestly. They're both... I find post-Christmas so depressing. Like, January's worse. Yeah, at worse. least Boxing Day, you're like, well, it's New Year's in four days. And January's way worse than fall. Like, fall, at least it's yeah. cozy. It is, but it's... it's And fall entirely, I totally cut you off. I'm so sorry. No. Fall and it's as a concept is not depressing just this the first week or two of transitioning we're transitioning yeah that's true yeah i know because you want to well it's like when i I really love spring especially late spring just coming into summer and you can see everything starting to grow on the trees it's all exciting and then summer happens so from about i would say um beginning like end of may beginning of june into about mid-july then when mid-july comes around i'm like oh no i know sir oh no i know well it's like my dad my dad's the classic like it'll be june 21 it's the longest day of the year then on june 22nd my dad will be like yeah the days are getting shorter i'm like it's it's we're not even july can we enjoy a bit of a summer before we start talking about the harvest (laughs) So that's where you get it from. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I like the fall in general. It's just the transition of of accepting. Once you embrace it, fall, you're right, January is way more depressing. But the mm-hmm. transition is intense where you go, oh, man, it's just cold now. And the river's cold and there's less people around. And it's just like... You know what? The, the viewers and listeners are not agreeing with you right now. No? Laura says this is my favorite and she puts favorite in caps. Well, it's this not a thing of This is my favorite time of year. Love cooler weather, love snuggling up by a fire, love the colors. Yeah. Love hunkering down for winter cuz I also love winter. Well, it's not a it's not a being right or wrong. I'm not wrong. Yeah, it's not yeah, like no, agree or disagree. It's no. how I perceive the fall. It has no. nothing to do with everybody's going to feel it different. Some people love the winter. I I don't. You're wrong. What? Just kidding. Oh. Oh my god. I was like, what the hell's going on? No. Listen, you're no, not, no, it's, you're uh, not uh, alone in this. I just fought because I love the summer. I love the heat. I can't get enough of it. It can't be too on days where it's like yeah. thirty nine with the humidity, I'm like, bring it on. I, I can't get enough of that. I, yeah. I would do really well living in mm-hmm. Venezuela. 
<laughs> Venezuela. So. No, I just, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like uh, I, I could do summer year. You know, people are like, oh, Los Angeles. It's like boring. It's too sunny all the time. And I, I love weather. I you just might love miss the seasons. seasons. I don't. I don't. I know it. Oh, I, I like summer twenty four seven three sixty five, nice twenty eight to thirty two degrees. That's ninety four. I feel like you wouldn't like um, uh, you wouldn't like a hot Christmas. I would. It's I don't like Christmas because of the cold weather and the the snow. Don't I like it because it of the tree. I don't know, but anyway, so. I don't totally despise the winter. I just love the summer that much more where I could take it all the time. Oh, my God. Cottages are just around. Like, I don't know. Summer, year-round. Please and thank you. <laughs> but I don't mind. You have to adapt. So, yeah, fall is fine. But the transition is depressing for me because I'm like, mm. it's gone. And I won't feel... what. I don't care if you love those, uh, the, the fall or winter more or whatever, but there's nothing like... May and June when it's starting again you wake up in the morning and it's like 24 degrees at 7 a.m. already and birds and I mean come on Mm -hmm. it's not debatable yeah true and uh, so yeah I just run uh, that way Mm -hmm. so yeah I get it I get it whatever I get it I really understand um yeah, so how how was your weekend, Jules? My weekend was... What was the weekend? What did we do? <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> well, it was nice. We kind of organized things around the house. Yeah, that just organizing nice. and working a little bit. No, I, did, I submitted that script. I've got that thing on my mind, that show on October 3rd in Montreal. I wonder if it's... yeah. I submitted a script for this TV thing. They booked me on it. They're like, we want you to be part of this thing. It's already in three weeks. We need a script. So I'll, again, I'm like, oh, shit. It doesn't have to be new material or anything like that. Like the last thing I did. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. I submit a script and the network sent it back with 90% of it striked. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's, uh, what do you call them? Themes? Yeah. For the galas and... and uh, yeah, mine was a little bit off of their mandate, so I resubmitted a script on Friday. I'll hear from today, but I don't know. I can't handle any of that thing right now. <laughs> I just want to sleep until May. Mm-hmm. Was that too much to ask? To be mm-hmm. left alone until May. I'll wake you up for chores if you don't mind. Like I'll Wake just... me up between the second and third wave. How about that? How about instead of hibernating for <laughs> seasons, we hibernate for a wave? <laughs> for waves? We did the first wave of COVID. Yeah. Then we had this honeymoon period with, that we're experiencing right now that we're kind of like, some things are happening, some things are open, but we're slowly... Well, you know how businesses are pivoting now? Like, oh, we're pivoting, we're becoming this, and we've come up with these products, and we've we've you know because of what's happening now we could maybe somebody's going to come up with a business where they give you the pandemic coma come on in the pandemic coma that's funny medically induced for those of you who do not want to worry about wearing a mask sleep from out. september to may the pandemic coma <laughs> yeah no mask necessary 
We won't infringe on your rights. Just go to sleep. <laughs> mm, that actually sounds nice. You'll see me on Shark Tank. Good afternoon, sharks. I'm here to offer you 3% of my business for $9 million. <laughs> you tired of living through pandemics? I remember a friend of ours. Well, here's coma. Used to say that's the kind of diet they wanted. Yeah. What do you mean? Coma diet? Yeah. You just go in a coma and then wake up thin. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I always thought that was funny. But um, I think that's it. <laughs> I think those are my thoughts on off. that. That's, I don't. I, I don't. Did the cut off. I lost it. It's I um, my fault. Are we in a second wave officially? Yeah. We are. Hey. Mm-hmm. We are who? We are what? <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say we are why. <laughs> I didn't get the script. We are when. <laughs> yeah, it looks like we're in a. Uh, Plandemic version put to put on o. To what? What was that? Two point No thoughts on the pandemic or, or or were you gonna address that in your daily dose? No, I guess we could no, do that. No, I'm actually not. I'm not actually talking not. pandemic? No. It's a pandemic three uh, free daily dose? I think so. I guess uh I was reading yesterday, last night. Yesterday three areas in Quebec were upgraded to orange status. So there's green, yellow, orange, and red. Oof. Red is full lockdown. Where's the orange? Uh Montreal, Quebec, and Quebec I, City? Yeah. Montreal, Quebec, the national capital region as they call it, Quebec City. Um Montreal and I believe North of Montreal, uh, Le Laurentide. The the Laurentide. <laughs> Where's that? Have I been there? It's like a Tremblant, that kind of stuff. Oh, I yeah. believe. I believe that was the third, but for sure, Montreal and Quebec have been upgraded to orange, which uh, is uh, daily cases numbers of four hundred a day or more. What? Yeah. That's cray cray. Cray cray. So what's gonna happen if we fucking lock down again? Well, I think we are. No, I know, but what the hell are we supposed to do? Well, what I don't understand is that, you know, you hear that people say, don't put too much stock in a vaccine because, you know, A, it might not be that effective. B, uh, it might not be accessible to all people all over the world. So what's the point? And then it's like, well, what are we waiting for exactly? I think that, but it just takes a lot longer than people think. Trump is saying there'll be a vaccine by October, which is crazy but most people the consensus is not for another year yeah but they keep saying a year but when did that year start was that in like march Mar- march was a year and a half oh okay. six months ago it takes okay. at least a year and a- they're saying in march holy shit it takes at least a year and a half to have like a va- vaccine start rolling oh out oh my god so a year from they're now? testing stuff now and they're in phases of testing with groups of people and whatever but before they start rolling it out where it's available sure, yeah. to everybody, it's a year and a half minimum. It can take up to 10 years, but I mean, in cases, certain cases, wow. but so I don't know what the, f- I know. Should we move? Where? New Brunswick. New Brunswick is like a full utopia of like, we probably should. They To them, to, if you pull eight out of nine, uh, eight out of nine people, eight out of 10 people. <laughs> Eight out of eight and a half people in New Brunswick. Eight out of nine. 
say that um yes let's move it's not real like they don't believe that it's real they still compare it to a flu or whatever because it's so not it's so easy to think that when you're totally detached from it like it's they have no cases it's just like business as usual everything's open it's not even mandatory masks in new brunswick some people wear them i was talking to friends over the weekend they're like i feel self-conscious wearing a mask like walking in, in somewhere i'm like here it's you don't have a choice it's not i remember feeling that way the first time i wore a mask i'm like are we all really doing this like but that was before it was mandatory mandatory everywhere Mm -hmm. um but yeah i'm i you know what i think we should we could do the show at we could rent out our house here yeah and go there who wants to live in a beautiful house in wakefield approach us (laughs) approach (laughs) us approach us no let us know in the comments if you want to rent our house <laughs> We're gonna go in the woods even more deeper in the woods. New Brunswick, it's like, yeah, like, and I love how strict they are about their borders. It, the borders closed again, so they had opened the. That's Atlantic. why they're doing so well. They're like, get the fuck out of here. I don't know. They're they're they are taking a lot of credit for we were really smart here. We did it well. I think people, for the most part, across the board, did it kind of the same as New Brunswick. Because New Brunswick, there's just a lot less people. It's just spread out. There's six hundred thousand people or so. I mean, that's a few years old, that stat, in the whole province of New Brunswick, which is the size of Germany. So, I mean... <clears throat> I think maybe a lot of people... Yeah, but they're patting themselves not... on the back. Meanwhile, while they're patting, patting themselves on the back, they're saying it's a conspiracy and a flu. It's like, well, you can't, I don't know about you can't that, treat Jules. it like a flu and then be like, we did this so well. What do you mean you don't know about that? I don't know if I agree with you because... Uh, why are they doing so? A lot of people wanted to travel there this summer and they didn't let them. No, that, no, no, that's yes, a great the, decision. The government closing the border is great, but I mean, regular citizens being like, we've done so well yeah, here. that's true. It's like you did the same thing, probably less because you don't believe it's anything worse than a <laughs> flu than the rest of the world, but because there's so little population, it's not spreading like everywhere else. You're like, you know what? We're really smart. The rest of the people need to catch up with New Brunswick. Yeah. Cause we're, <laughs> yeah. It's like you, you, no one's wearing masks barely. It's not that. It's just the low pop. You know, everywhere else, it's people yeah. are piled on top of each other or whatever yeah it's not like people in new brunswick they were so strict the citizens social distancing wearing masks wearing you know uh disinfectant yeah pureling so much more than the yeah. rest of the population rest of the country That's where true. they have no cases and the rest of us are in orange zones yeah. because we did so differently where we were just Good mouth point. to mouth kissing it has nothing to do with <laughs> Each person's individual <laughs> effort. It's yeah, the mouth government. Mouth to mouth kissing. Wow, they act. All of my friends are like, yeah, we really did like a good high job. And here. It's like you did. You're still doubting it. How is that doing a great job? You're still saying it's a hoax. <laughs> I mean, it's six months in. But uh, you know what I mean. In the same breath, you can't I, be like, "This is just the regular flu. You need to open." And we did a really good job. It's like <laughs> you, you, th- those two things are not the same. You either did a good job because you treated it like a serious <laughs> pandemic, or you didn't. But anyway, so there's no cases in New Brunswick to say, and the 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 New Brunswick border closed, or the New Brunswick government closed the border to their bubble. To uh, they had open Quebec border towns to the bubble, so they can Quebecers. It has to be border towns. Like we couldn't go without isolating for 14 days, but border towns could come and go, and they just shut that down. So they're mm. starting to roll back rest- restrictions that have been lifted. I mean, why wouldn't we go there if we could and live more freely? I I, I think it'd be a better quality of life as far as it's like utopia socially. Over there. I know that 
they, they don't even understand what we're going through. I go, I told my buddies yesterday, I was talking, I talked to a lot of friends from New Brunswick. I noticed this happened in March and April when this all started. We I really wanted to go back to New Brunswick. I'm like, oh man, I can't. And then the, the nice weather hit and... Um, and you're okay. Yeah, it was great here. here. It was, you know, we have the garden and just beautiful yard and privacy and the river. I'm like, you could be outside. Didn't, didn't even think about going home much. Now that the we're transitioning into fall, I'm like, oh my god, I really want to get down there. But um, I was talking to some friends over the week, and I'm like, yeah, three zones have been upgraded to yellow. They're like, what does that mean? What are you talking about? They don't know anything. Because there, there's zero cases. I think there's one right now, active case in the whole province. Wow. And most places are, I mean, everywhere is open. It's not even mandatory masks. It's yeah, like I case think, by case. I think only Costco you have to yeah, wear a mask. Costco is mandatory. Everywhere else, it's up to the discretion of the business owners. Everyone's like laughing at this thing. They're like, <laughs> And we're just like, we're just at home. It is interesting, though, because why, like, New Brunswick has done really well, but, like, little pockets of Ontario are doing well, too. And and you wonder why. Like, population. I'm yeah, convinced. But it's not, I mean, population is a factor, but it's not the only factor. Well, right? look at the places in Ontario that are doing the worst. Toronto, Ottawa. Yeah, true. Population, population. But Quebec, smaller towns in Quebec are not doing well, like where you said, like, the Laurentides or whatever they're called. I don't think that's that small of an area. Let me see. Uh, let me we just. We should look. Like I don't think that's that. Well, I, not- I'm. I think I'm. I'm not sure. Hold on. You're quoting me and being like making fact out of this and then using that through line to go. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Have another coffee. Orange zones in Quebec. Hold on, Montreal. Two other Quebec regions to face stiffer. Oh. <laughs> Restrictions. Stiffy. <laughs> you okay? Um, okay, my Quebec is clamping down on three regions. Mm-hmm. Quebec City. Montreal. Chaudière-Appalaches. Oh, no, it's not Laurentide. It's Chaudière-Appalaches. Wherever that is, I'm just going to look at it. Oh, it's like... Chaudière-Appalaches? never heard of that. It's like south of uh, Quebec City. Yeah, it's like south of Quebec City, just north of uh, New Brunswick. Yeah, no, you're right. It's not. It's not a big population area. Oh, I love being right. I feel so good. You um, and Laura. Let me guess. Laura was on your side. I'm just kidding. Yeah, she probably was because she's a small lady. Yeah, no, it's uh, it is. Yeah, it's pretty rural area, I guess. But it hey, uh, includes Quebec City. I mean. It's not that rural. Can we pivot for a minute? Yeah. I love pivoting. I know you do. Every time we're like g- getting cooking on something, you're like... Oh, are we cooking? I don't feel that it's okay, cooking. Okay, go ahead. What were you go saying? Go ahead. No, go. Go, go, no, go. No, you go. Uh, I just want to talk about Cobra Kai. Oh, my God. Your timing is so funny. Why? I did not feel like we were over this, but all okay. right. No, well, now go we ahead. are. No, go ahead. That's so funny. No, Cobra Kai. No, it's really go good. Ahead. No, it's done. It's done now. We're moving on. Uh, 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 uh. What about Cobra Kai? I just love it. I know. It's probably the best show ever made. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's extremely cheesy, but you have to keep in mind when you watch it that that's the point. They're using yeah. the rules of television from 1980s or 90s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Laura just commented, Team Jenny. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. I love it. So now we're interrupting. Now we're done with Cobra Kai. 
<laughs> no, but that was worth interrupting. It was a nice, nice little shout out. Right. Um, no, I love, I, I, the only reason I was saying let's change to Cobra Kai is because um, we were just talking so much about, but I, you know what? Um, what, the pandemic yeah. that we have not never experienced in our lifetime? Yeah, true. Weird that we talked about that. Holy feist, <laughs> my guys. You are so feisty. No, but it's no, it's okay. Uh, well, people get so uptight about what we talk about. Like, don't talk about the pandemic. I mean, it's happening. Don't talk about Trump. I mean, it's an election year. Things are just going to happen that we're going to yeah. have to talk about. That's true. I'm sorry, but. Oh, for sure. Pandemic and Trump 24-7. Hey. Well, I kidding. do. I. <laughs> oh, my. Was that a burp? Yeah, excuse me. Oh, my God. Um, no, oh, I feel, oh, oh my God, oh. I just feel like um, it's actually, I agree with you because we need to talk about things that are going on that aren't always positive because it kind of makes people feel like they're not alone, right? Yeah. And that's when we started this thing. That's pretty much all we talked about. And also that's the true. only time that I really do talk about and learn and discover things about the pandemic yeah. is on the podcast. I'm not like true. watching Twitter and my news of the constantly. But as we talk about things and discover things, you yeah. bring up things. Like, that's right. true. You know, so mm-hmm. just if it's too much, just don't listen. Mm-hmm. No, no. Listen, we need you. Mm-hmm. I take it back. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, we do need you. We appreciate you. And thank you for the subscribers on all of the podcast platforms. Our downloads are growing hugely. So exciting. Very exciting. Yeah. Even last week with taking two days off in the middle of the week, we've, we're breaking download records week after week. So thank you for that. That's very exciting. Um, I love it. It really is, is fun. No, but like you sound like you don't care, but it's so great. Of course I care. This is this is especially now as we're entering wave two. This podcast is everything. Yeah. This is our this is our home. <laughs> <laughs> the, by the oh, way, the yeah. pre-show song by the fantastic Mike Plume. This is week four of Mike Plume Month. Mm-hmm. Go to mikeplume.com for all of your Mike Plume needs and Mike Plume. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah. Now that we're going into the second way, you know, maybe the October 3rd show at Saint-Denis Theatre in Montreal, the taping there will not happen because of the it's been upgraded. You know what I mean? But this, at least we have the podcast. We're in control oh, of great. this above all. That's great. I love it. This is the it. only thing that we are at the mercy of or that is at our mercy. Mm-hmm. Everything else has gatekeepers and other people that control things. This, we wake up, roll out of bed, quite literally, today. Mm-hmm. We jump on Mike. We give us, give you our thoughts, and yep. Jen gives you her daily dose. <laughs> daily dose. Get the news <laughs> from coast to coast. Daily dose. Daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and headlines from Jen Grant. Here's your daily dose for Monday, September 21st. So I don't know if you saw it, but Shit's Creek. Oh, yeah. I meant to talk. How did we not bring that up? The they, Emmys. Yeah, they made history at um, at the Emmy Awards. Also, how did we not, first night. of all, bring it up? How did we not watch it? Exactly. And how did we not watch it? That's weird. Did I wonder if it recorded. I don't know. Why would it well, record? Because you know how sometimes if you have it set to record, it'll record each year? Oh, yeah. 
But anyway, uh, we were too busy watching Cobra Kai. That's true. But I really wish we had watched it, although most of... The, you know what? I like recording it and then fast-forwarding through things. But um, yeah, they made history last night uh, with a... Uh, like, they, they took seven awards. And um, a comedy awards sweep, they called it. So um, I watched... Catherine O'Hara got the best actress in a comedy mm-hmm. award and uh, she won that and her speech was so good. She's so great. Yeah. She's so amazing. So the awards for Schitt's Creek included best comedy series and trophies for its stars, including Catherine O'Hara and father and son, Eugene and Daniel Levy. And um, didn't they win seven awards? Mm-hmm. That's just three. No, but that was in total. Um, I don't know. Like oh. that was just among them, they got the. Oh, Catherine O'Hara didn't win an award, or uh, she did, yeah. Oh, it said including, so th- those are the awards, but there were more. Like they also mm. got it for wardrobe, and I think casting, and um, I think even like I don't know if there's an award for hair and makeup, but Catherine O'Hara said that in her speech how. She was so happy about that as well. But she said, uh, Daniel Levy said, it is absolutely incredible. I think my dad said it best earlier this evening. It's a dream you don't want to wake up from, to be honest. What What an absolutely unbelievable way to end our series. So I still have to watch the rest of Schitt's Creek. Uh, really, there's so many good shows. It's amazing. It's such a great story how it started as a Canadian show and then in 2015 was um, sold to Pop basic cable pop mm-hmm. TV and uh, it just the, it became a real big um, fin- or, or like success mm-hmm. in 2017 and I guess what they attribute to the success of the show is it's constant um, constantly being on social media by uh, via memes and gifs mm-hmm and so people, they're, they're just kind of always been in the collective consciousness. Like people just knew, and then they just became this huge thing. Yeah. So great. Because the show is what, 10 years old at least, probably? I don't or know. 10? That sounds right, but. I feel like when we were just moving to Toronto, almost 10 years old. So good. It's it, And it's it's one of those shows that's, to be honest, it's a slow start. Like I tried to watch it a few years ago and I was like, Maybe more than a few. Maybe when it first came out, and I was like, "Oh, yeah," and I didn't really love the way it started, which I think is is very true about a lot of shows. So you have to give them a chance, you know. So cr- yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember when it first started. Uh, started watching it in our apartment in Toronto. But yeah, so crazy. Outstanding comedy series. Eugene Levy won lead actor, lead actress Catherine O'Hara, best supporting actor Daniel Levy, best supporting actress. Annie Murray Murphy. Is that the daughter? Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't say that was that she got that too. She did. They they won all the a, a sweep for like she you said first really time good. ever a comedy's done that in all seven categories. She's really good. They're all good. They're really yeah. good. They're lovable and you get <clears> into <throat> their lives and connect like and now I'm sad that I know it's over. When you love something like right. that, you want to just continue. They feel like, you know, when, when a show is really good, it feels like they're your friends. It just goes to, yeah, totally. Which is strange, but it's kind of like when we do shows too, when 
whenever um, you'll have a particularly good show, like I've had those shows where I really feel like I'm connecting with the audience. Yeah. And um, and it's a great warm crowd and everything. Afterwards, people will come up to me and hug me, like obviously pre-pandemic, but like, and girls will ask me to go hang out with them. And, oh my God, you'd be so fun to hang out with. Like they almost feel like they know you. Yeah. Whereas you're like, who are you? And I never saw you because the lights are bright. Right. Okay. I know. Get over here. But um, Catherine O'Hara in her speech said, though these are the strangest of days, may you have as much joy being holed up in a room or two with your family as I did with my dear roses. Very Mm. sweet. She had a really good speech. And there's so much pressure eh, when you're... Like it's, for her, think of how meaningful that award was, you know, for right. her to get that or for all of them. But, you know, your speech, you need to be concise, really, you know, um, and not go too long. But you want to be emotional. You want to say everything you want to say. It's actually only t- 2015 that it was. Oh, okay. It feels older than that. It really does. I thought 2015 is when it went to the States, but maybe that's 2017. Yeah. yeah January 2015. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Says they had... um a private party in Toronto where the cast got together for their victory lap. Levi caught or Levy, Levi Levy called it ironic, ironical that the straightest role I ever played lands me an Emmy for a comedy performance. I have to seriously question what I've been doing for the past 50 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, moments later, his son won the award for comedy writing for Schitt's, for Schitt's Creek episode then shared a directing award and captured the Supporting Actor Comedy Trophy. The Supporting Actress Trophy went to his co-star Annie Murphy, like you already said. Daniel Levy thanked his father and O'Hara for an extended masterclass in comedy. Oh, that's for sure. The show's sweep came uh, for its much-acclaimed final season. Uh, imagine how much you'd learn hanging out with um, Catherine O'Hara Yeah. and Eugene Levy. Must be crazy to start create a canadian tv show yeah and like at the most you'd think it will it will win some canadian screen awards at the most yes never would you think it's going to get purchased by a cable company in the states and then uh, break records at the emmys i know and it goes to show you too that like don't don't think about the outcome too much and just do your absolute best your best creative self just like really go for it yeah. without worrying where it's going to go. Because if you really give a shit and you really like give it your all mm-hmm. and care about it, it's not, people are going to notice, especially if you do enough seasons and really keep on doing it. I think that's the hardest part is just sticking with something, right? Like, yeah. Like, look at someone like, uh, like even just doing this podcast, you know, a lot of times that's one silver lining of this, uh, like I wouldn't obviously never, never, never want this pandemic to happen. But it, you know, I feel like sometimes in the worst situations, you can always see something good or something funny in it. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the positives for us, anyways, is that we get to do this this um, this podcast and really enjoy it. And normally we would never do it. I I can honestly say we would not have been this consistent with it without a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Now we're just, this is our life now. And I now know this we is, have to because yeah. even this morning, oh my God, how close did we come to cancel? 
I wasn't going to cancel. Oh, no, I thought... No. Because you didn't sleep. You, you've you been up since one thirty. But you know what? I I really changed... Like, I was up. I was, like, still stayed in bed and I rested, right? So I thought, you know what? Just get over it and get the fuck up. Because so often, like, how many people have that... You can't just sleep in if you have a job every day when you're tired. And that's what coffee's <laughs> for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get up, have a coffee, and suck it up, buttercup. But that's what I mean. It's like... That's my na- name of my new book, Suck It Up Buttercup. Suck It Up Buttercup. And it's just you with your arms crossed. Uh, <laughs> good posture, arms crossed. Suck It Up Buttercup. Jen, see, the Jen Grant story. I see it differently. Perseverance I see. in the comedy business for a quarter of a century. <laughs> Jen Grant. Suck It Up Buttercup. I Fuck see, nuts. Cut. Cut. I, I see it differently. I see myself, okay, maybe with the crossed arms. I'll give you that much. But I picture myself with a paper straw, not one of those terrible plastic ones that go up turtles' noses, but with me on the cover with my arms crossed, paper straw in an actual cup of butter. Suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> Actually, I'm not even joking. Can you remind me of that? I think that's a really good idea. Suck it up, buttercup? Yes. So you sucking back a cup of butter? Yeah, and just like the name of it, it kind of reminds me of like this idea I had a while back of I like a play on Nike's Just Do It because I wanted to say just do it anyway because just do it. Yeah, of course, we all know we should just do it. But a lot of times you don't fucking feel like it the thing is you can't just do it when you feel okay you have to do it when you don't feel like it so just do it anyway because i think nike should have added that little anyway so suck it up buttercup well don't you think it's better without the anyway because it just implies like just do it like no matter what that's kind of the what it means sort of it means just do it i like like shut up just do it i know but it kind of me the anyway it's, is like it's, it impli- redundant? Yeah, it's. I think just do it is better than just do it anyway because it's more <laughs> economy, like word know. economy. It's like less fast. It's like just do it. It's the perfect slogan. Well, Miller likes it. She said, great idea. And she also gave me a laughing emoji. For what? Just do it anyway? Just do it anyway or suck it up, buttercup. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> but I'm you know, doing like suck this, it up, buttercup. The subtle art of not giving a fuck and it mm-hmm. came out with a... With a sequel like yes what's the sequel name something like i don't know but uh, yours everything could be, is fucked right yours could be uh suck it up buttercup and then the other one is give it up fuck nuts your follow-up <laughs> give it up fuck nuts. your excuses we're sick of it no more excuses give it up fuck nuts and you could do these keynotes where you say the first part then the crowd responds to the yeah. All right, everybody. And as I always say, uh, what is it? Give it up. S- suck it up, buttercup. Oh, like yeah. You, you, you do the, the mic to, you point the mic to the crowd and they say the buttercup part. Yes, I love it. All right. Suck it up, buttercup. I'm really on board with all of everything you just said. Very on board. Just do it anyway. Um. So we have to remember that, okay? Thanks. Okay. So uh, here's another story that's sad, but also uh, was very heartwarming to see how many posts were about it and um, how much attention this wonderful person got this weekend. Um, U.S. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she died in her home Friday um, at 87 years old, leaving behind a legacy. 
mm-hmm. of fighting for women's rights and equality. She died to, due to complications of metastatic pancreatic cancer. Um, she was really so honored um, with all of these like tons of posts. I mean, wow. Imagine leaving that kind of legacy. Yeah. Well, she's done so much for equality and women's yeah. rights and yeah. RGB, mm-hmm. RIP, RGB. Mm-hmm. RGBG, you mean? R- RGB? What did I say? R- RBG. Yes. <laughs> ah, shit. What did I say? R- I think you reversed it. RBG? Yeah. Uh, you know, so you said RGB. RGB yeah, whoops. Yeah. It's like, uh, what okay. was I saying the other day? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um,. There's a story here that I just uh, truthfully began to read right at the end of preparing this, but I thought it was interesting. So if I'm a little choppy on it, I think it's worth mentioning anyways real quick. Uh, There's a DNA test that reveals a link to a fertility clinic that likely used the same donor hundreds of times from 1940s to the 1960s. No way. Yeah. So in 2013, Simon Smith spat into a vial and sent it off to the DNA analysis service 23andMe to hopefully learn more about his family history. He said, I thought the technology was cool and I wanted to find out more about my biology and uh, take the necessary actions related to my health, which I think is an interesting angle for sure. Because Mm -hmm. a lot of times when you go to doctors, they'll say, do you have a history of this or that? Anyway, um, and that could really help you, you know, uh, maybe you'll get like a colonoscopy earlier than you need to or whatever. Yeah. So that that DNA test ended up revealing far more than what he had imagined. Um, it set his family down a three-year path of discovering that their genetic origins were connected to a pioneering fertility clinic in London, England, during the Second World War. It was run by this doctor and her husband and... Um, this doctor um, provided his own sperm, sperm to many of their clients, and it's believed uh, to be linked to up to 600 children born. Imagine you have 600 kids. What the hell? Over the span of two it's decades. Big Christmas. Including, <laughs> including Simon's mother, Adrian Smith. So... Uh, now, Adrian's, Adrian communicates regularly with several of her extended family of half-siblings who collectively refer to themselves as halfies. Some of them, Adrian included, have been calling for reforms to Canada's repu- re- reproductive laws so that people c- conceived through the use of donated material can obtain more information about their donors. That's crazy. Yeah, super crazy. Imagine you legitimately have 600 kids. I know. Imagine that 23andMe profile, like that family tree. You're just on top and then 600 branches underneath. And then under that, if each person, you know, has a partner, so there's 1,200 people under you. Yeah. Come on. I know. That's a village. It's insane. Literally. It's insane. They showed a picture of, of one of the guys and a picture of the man who fathered and they look exactly so it's the like same. 600 people that kind of look alike yeah it's nuts i i can't even wrap my head around that story i know 600 like that's a lot and you know um i had a i have a friend who was adopted and she always sort of felt like there was a missing piece 
to her life. Like, even though she had a wonderful family that brought her up and she loved her adoptive family so much, when she uh, found out that she was adopted, I think even before that, she felt like something was missing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just, even though the most important thing is to be loved by your family and your parents, there is something about that biological connection Mm -hmm. that just makes you feel included. Like, she didn't even have one of her parents wasn't, biological so she never really felt like she looked like anyone and she always felt like disconnected from the world right so anyway i think there's something very powerful about finding that out and connecting totally yeah Mm. Mm. um so in some good news just to cap off this daily dose so um this woman here after her retirement, began a side gig with Lyft and Uber after being diagnosed with breast cancer in 2018. She loves people and the thought um, and thought the job would be a great way to know the stories of others. Along the way, she began using her rideshare earnings to make lunches for the city's large and growing homeless population. As she drives people around the city on Saturdays and Sundays, she's able to drop off homemade PB&Js to around 100 homeless people. These days, this is no one-woman one sandwich delivery operation. Early on in her side gig as a driver, Carrie, who works Mondays to Fridays as a scientist, um, gave to... Oh, wait. This is confusing, this yeah, last part. It's I thought we said she was retired. Um, okay. <laughs> reading the stories as we go no yeah. you know what happened what i cut and paste from there and i put it in but then i cut and pasted it improperly oh that's daily dose for today oh. <laughs> daily dose daily dose get the news from coast to coast daily dose um. daily dose all your news from coast to all coast all the news and headlines from jim Graham. All right, so you just bailed on that story. I did, because I realized, oh shit! Like, you know what? You're I did like, it. you're like this woman and retired it. and I found know. a career with Uber and Lyft, and with her earnings and Uber and Lyft, she you brought back happened? to her laboratory of science where she works. Wait, I thought she re- was retired. That's your daily dose. Wow, wow, daily <laughs> dose. <laughs> That's why I thought it would be funny. Well, here's the thing: everyone knows I am not a full-on journalist, and. I cut and pasted. I think I what happened was I, I bailed on another story idea, but I cut and pasted. Um, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. The wrong thing in the wrong story. Doesn't matter. I'm wrong usually story, really good. Wrong okay. Time. I'm usually really good. Well, so let me do go. this real quick and then we'll just close it off. Okay. Oh. All right. This episode of the Julian Dion Show, that's right. Monday, September 21st, is brought to you by. Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Do yourself a favor. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com for a wide selection of the best hot sauces you'll ever put your lips on. I got to find a better way to sell that. Lips on? You don't put your lips on hot sauce. No, that's weird. Like, you're not sucking it back. You could, though. This stuff is so good. good The best hot sauces, salsas, charcuterie jellies, and grilling sauces out there. Made with only the finest, freshest, hand-selected ingredients by 
Chef by trade, Doug Knight, and his wife, Laura, our friends and yours, are obsessed with finding the perfect balance between heat and flavor, and they nail it every single time. Trust us. We're pepperheads, we know. Oh, yes. Our fridge is full. Fill your fridge up. Or do the hot sauce lover in your life a favor and go to gringosblazingsauces.com. Today, it's uh, they ship all over North America, by the way, and it's free shipping for orders over 40 bucks in Canada. That's right. Free shipping in Canada. Also, listeners of this program get an additional program. 5% off by entering promo code JD5 at checkout. That's right. You enter promo code JD5 at checkout. 5% off. Free shipping. Shit. Gringos. Great blazing sauces. Do it today. Yes, queen. Hi, queen. Oh, hi. How are you? Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, Shit's Creek. Sweep the Emmy. And we started the show. Uh, it's not really a song. It's more like a. I still like uh, it. Maybe it is a song. Hold on. Yeah, here we go. We talked about Suck It Up Buttercup and <laughs> with a follow up to that, Give It Up Fuck Nuts, which means <laughs> no time for excuses, no time for limiting beliefs. Suck it up, Buttercup. Uh, it's not really. It's hard. This is suck it up, Buttercup. Yeah, <laughs> give it up, fuck nuts. All right, whatever. <laughs> All right, that's it, everybody. Oh I believe my that's God. our show. Uh, yeah, I haven't done the song the last few days, and I don't know that I'm. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Okay. Oh, this okay. one. This one we've selected a few times. It's funny how you fall in the same ones. All right. This has been our episode, everybody. It's Monday morning. Thank you for being with us, wherever you are. Two, three. Here we go. We talked about all the things under the sun Today <laughs> we discovered that I have no <laughs> memory of what we talked about today <laughs> I have no memory, I just, I'm blank Anyway, uh, let's go for the close today That's kay. I think that'll be good mm-hmm. for someone that's been up since 1.30 Jenna, you did pretty well <laughs> That's okay, I feel fine actually I think I did well for someone Oh my god You did well for someone what? Who got up at uh, my regular time? I feel good. I'm good. not. I'm. It's mind over matter. I just. I really gotta pee though. Hold on. Well, yeah, you can go. Um, okay. I'm just looking for the track. I can't find any tracks for some reason. Oh, here we go. Have a All great right. day, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, Jenny. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks to you for listening. We appreciate it. Thanks for watching live on YouTube and Facebook and Periscope and Daily Motion and subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate it. Apple, Spotify, Google. We're available everywhere. Wildly available. Widely. Widely and wildly available. The Julian Dion Show coming at you Mondays through Fridays at 7 a.m. Eastern. That's it, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. We'll see you tomorrow. And until then, watch your head. Such a beautiful waste of time. Waste of time.
Of time, a beautiful 